Hey, happy new year, everybody. It's uh, still sober with John Raven, and I'm shouldn't have taken a nap, but I took a nap after work. So now I'm a little out of it. I apologize. I must try to focus. Nope, that didn't help. Uh, if you're a sober person, hope you're staying sober. If you're not a sober person, hope you're staying sane. There is a good chance that somebody or several somebodies, several persons, people, whatever, uh, will come across this podcast because they made a resolution. And their New Year's resolution was, I am not going to drink for a while or for the month of January or ever again. That's going to be my resolution. I'm tired. And maybe it's not even like a recovery thing. Maybe it's just a, ugh, I'm tired of the hangovers. Like they're not, like they're doing it for health reasons or just kind of, just in general, just as like, ugh, this is, I just, eh, I want to take a break from it. I wonder if this podcast can help me temporarily not enjoy what I enjoy doing. Well, I got to tell you, it won't. Or maybe it will. Doubtful. I had to quit because I had to quit. Like uh, I uh, kept getting arrested, had to quit. Wrecked a couple of cars, et cetera, et cetera. Was addiction issues. Convicted felon. Kind of an asshole. Um, side note on that. Um, I discovered, we were talking about, uh, I went to a, a, a party for New Year's of one of my wife's coworkers. So, but there was somebody there that um, probably had a drinking problem. Um, more, more than likely they do. I'm being nice. They did. And it was one of those things that I was trying to, cause, uh, this person was being kind of a dick and I wanted to clarify later. I was talking to my wife about it and I went, you know, uh, there's a, it's hard to tell whether somebody is actually an asshole or not. You have to find out because I mean, it could just be that they're an alcoholic and they've turned into an asshole. So they have to become sober, start to rebuild. And at that point you can then find out if they're deep down inside. Um, they became an asshole because they were an alcoholic or they're an asshole that became an alcoholic. Because you meet them in recovery all the time. You're like, oh, you're you're just genuinely a prick. Just in general. You're just not that's uh, this didn't make you it didn't make you a better person because you got sober because you're still kind of an asshole. Uh, you must have always been. But the alcohol just made it worse. Which probably their family is all like, oh, he's much better now because of the comparison. It's like, oh, is he a good person? No. 
but he's not as shitty as he was. <laughs> so, uh, that's not to say, so yeah. So when I had a drinking problem, I was an asshole. Am I an asshole now? A little bit, but now it's more of a controlled, like I'm, I'm, I can, I can control it. Like I, I'm an asshole in the way that like, I'm not just in general an asshole to anybody, but I can focus the assholeness at the right moments to the right people that I have no tolerance for or who annoy the shit out of me. So there are some people who think I'm still an asshole, but there's some people that are like, Oh, John's great, man. I'm so glad he, you know, he's a much better in a much better place. And he's, uh, he's a great friend. Um, and then there are others who are like, I don't, I don't talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was I, what was I saying? Oh yes. If you're still listening, the people who are looking for advice for temporary, uh, sobriety, if you're still here five minutes later, congratulations, you passed the test. Now here's the uh, juicy details that'll help you. I'm kidding. Uh, here's here's the deal with that. I I still believe this, but I think it I think it uh, everybody's different. All right. I believe this for me. What worked for me was ultimately the mindset of not drinking, of being a different person, of doing things differently, new habits, new uh, ways of, uh, you know, just how I go through my day, uh, how I view the world, um, you know, heavy work ethic, uh, just every, uh, really compounded sense of awareness, self-awareness and also uh, my surroundings. Right. Um, and I, I believe more in the mindset aspect of sobriety versus the amount of time that you've logged like counting ticks on the walls. Like I have been sober for this many days. I don't, I don't go for that. I do keep it a little bit just for, uh, it's kind of like a, like a watermark. I don't know. It's just kind of a, Oh, that's cool. I've made it 11 years and however many weeks, which is the, why the, that's the number system on this podcast. 11 point, Oh, 9, 11.10, that's 11 years, 10 weeks, whatever. Sobriety. So I keep track, but that's not what I live, I base on. I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, like an odometer. I'm not trying to get a certain amount. I'm like, oh, I can't wait till I hit 20. It's not about that. It's a nice little, because you put too much faith in that or you put too much in that. And, uh, if you break your streak, then you, th then you feel kind of, kind of like, well, 
fuck it. Like you've, uh, you feel shattered and you've, you know, it's doesn't, you, then you have to start over and then it's like, Oh no, I've been sober for 10 days now. Fuck. I had a year and a half and now I'm at 10. I had three years and now I'm at two days. You know, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's just easier for me to once I got rolling, like I did that at the, you know, that's it, I think it helps at the beginning, but at some point the days, the amount of months or the amount of years, it just does, it's not as important as just the mindset of going, moving forward. Now I ran into somebody, we had a temp worker um, who helped us one week who was a pathological liar. It's very easy to spot them. Uh, if you've, uh, have a lot of years of addiction and then spent a lot of years in recovery, treatments, jail, sober houses, all of that been around other alcoholics, other drug addicts. Um, you start picking up, you, you, you figure out bullshit real quick. You can tell, the people who are pathological liars. And this is, this guy was one of them. And he found out that I was in recovery and was like, he was in recovery too. And I went, uh Oh, that's weird. He's still dealing. He's still, he's in recovery, but he, he's still full of shit. Like he's a drug addict. So it's hard to tell what's actually true, but this was like the first time when he talked about recovery his first time he was being genuine. That I could tell, I was like, no, he believes this. And, you know, and I talked about, and I said all that stuff that I just said about the mindset. And he goes, yeah, that's what I believe. I don't believe it's not about time. It's about a mindset. And I'm like, yeah. How long have you been in recovery? Two weeks. Oh, no. <laughs> Um, why don't you log some more hours and make it a mindset because it's not a mindset after 14 days, like now uh, time has no meaning. It's all about the now and who I am now, who are you are now? It's been two weeks. You're prob you should be getting your shit together. You definitely shouldn't be talking like you're the Dalai Lama of sobriety. Like it's all dawned on you and you figured out the world in 14 days. Cause you haven't. The pink cloud hasn't lifted. You haven't hit the slump that hits you after 90, somewhere between 60 and 90. It's, uh, but yeah, and that kind of got me thinking, oh no, maybe this whole idea of as soon as I as soon as he said that, I went, uh, we shouldn't be on the same page. Because you're clearly mostly full of shit. So while I still am a firm believer of that, at least for me, I think some people might need to count the days. However, if you're just doing something, if you're looking to quit forever because, and this is cliche, 
but it's what AA says. I'm not an AA guy. I'm not a 12-stepper, but I have been, and I've been to countless numbers of meetings. Um, so when they say your life has become unmanageable, that's what, that's basically it. You, you're, you you need to quit drinking because you've lost friends, family, everything's a wreck. You're about to lose your job or you've lost your job. You can't pay for shit. Like thing is just everything, everything is going wrong and it's all related to how much you drink. Right. Let's say, but if you're not talking about that, you just want to take a break. You just want to drink less. I am definitely not the person to ask the advice of, but I will try because I think, because I remember being in that position before I got worse. All right. It was a long time ago, but I do remember wanting to take a break from going out so much. Um, and then later I discovered when um, like the process for uh, quitting smoking. And the the idea was different than quitting drinking or quitting drugs because smoking, it's all about the cigarettes you don't smoke in a day. So it's like 20, 20 cigarettes a day, right? You're smoking a pack a day. If you cut down and you only smoke five to 10 cigarettes that day, it's still considered a win because instead of smoking 20 cigarettes a day, like you're used to, you smoked five or you went a couple of days and, but then you had one, you're like, Oh no, no, don't, don't, Oh no, it, you've had one cigarette in three days. That's good. Like that was, that's a different mentality than the whole you know, I've been trying to quit drinking, but then I had a drink or then I relapsed. Um, because it's a different thing because it's destroying your life. Yeah. Yeah. You get it. So, so, but I think that if it's not destroying your life, that you're just trying to take a break, I think you should, you should go, you know, you're doing it as a new year's resolution. I think you should word your resolution. It's a little late now. Cause it's, you know, a few days later, but you need to, you need to revise your resolution. Keep it vague. Don't get yourself in trouble with the, you know, I'm not going to drink this year. Don't make that your resolution. Make it that you're going to cut back or that you're taking a break. I would like to take a significant break from alcohol and then if you do have a drink, it's not the end of the world and it's not the end of the resolution. Keep going. You're like, all right. Because what happens if you want, let's say you want to go a year without alcohol and you're used to drinking, you know, three to four times a week. Maybe you drink every day. But then you come off it 
and you do pretty well, but then you have a, but then you have a few drinks one night. Don't just stop. You know, well, ruin that. Don't know. Keep going. Go. All right. Well, because if you do that, let's say you do that once every two weeks. Let's say you quote unquote, fuck up once every two weeks. You're going to end up drinking 26 times a year. Out of 365 days, you drank 26 of them. That's good. I mean, that that beats 100% of the days being less than, what is that, 8? 8%? I don't remember. I don't know. Nah, it was 7%. That was close. That was kind of close. I wasn't that close. Well, 7 versus 8%. Anyway, it's not my point. My point is, that makes more sense. That's kind of a success. I would think that that's, that's, that's pretty successful. They're like, but I wanted to go 100%. Eh, whatever. It's still, you know, that way you don't have to feel bad. And you feel like you kind of accomplished something. You, you kind of, you know, and hopefully it wasn't hard. Hopefully it was more of a turns you into a social drinker type where you do only drink two to three times a month, which is crazy to me. I don't understand that at all. I'm very much an all or nothing guy. And look where that got me. So... I would suggest that. How about that? Well, don't ask me. I'm like, did it work? No, I don't know. It didn't work for me. I'm, I didn't try that. It's not my life. Also, the cigarette thing didn't work for me either because I just ended up vaping. That's just an easier fix. I'm like, well, let's just get rid of the uh, carcinogens and just stick to nicotine. You know, I'm not going to give up nicotine. You know, I'm, my mom's tried to try to get me. She's like, are you going to stop vaping? And I'm like, mom, I quit alcohol and heroin. And I've stopped smoking cigarettes. Give me this. Jesus Christ. But may, I mean, that's kind of what I would say to just about anybody about, about it is, is, about a resolution, whether it's related to drinking or not, is is think of it as a mindset and not about a, a an amount of time that you're trying to accrue for some kind of weird, you know, uh, satisfaction of like, look what I accomplished. It's not, no, it, it, you're going to want to, you know, make a, make your resolution that, that is something reasonable, keep it kind of vague, like a goal. You should make the resolution a, a, a goal by the end of the year. That way you can't fuck it up in a day. Don't make a resolution you can fuck up in a day. There you go. You should do, you know, don't do it, try to do a chain in a row. Just, just, Come up with something, just goals that you want to shoot for. 
that even if you screw up for 11 months, maybe you can pull it out at the end during the holidays in the, in December. I don't know. Give yourself an out. Give, you know, give yourself some leeway, not an out. <laughs> now have a stipulation in your resolution. Ah, uh, no nope, nope, mulligan. <laughs> Set the bar real low. That's what I'm saying. Uh, no, that's, that's, that's probably what I would do. Uh, in the past, of course, I always, uh, instead of saying New Year's resolutions, I've, I'm a proponent of a spite resolution. And spite resolutions, which I go over at this time every year, is where you don't base a goal on something that you want to do for your own personal benefit or for the benefit of others or whatever, like that the goal is for, for your own growth and, and satisfaction. Your resolution is based on spiting somebody else because hate is a hell of a motivation. It's a hell of a motivator. So somebody, so you pick a goal to spite somebody. Yeah, because fuck you. That's why I'm going to do it. It's not healthy. But you've got a, I think you've got a better chance of success if you do it based on fuck that guy than the betterment of mankind or, you know, to, so I can grow as a person. Fuck that guy is way more motivating then I'd like to grow as a person. At least I've, that's how I feel about the thing. Happy New Year, everybody. It's, uh, email address, stillsoberpod at gmail.com for any questions or comments that are positive to neutral. Uh, if you have a negative comment, I, I don't care. Um, if you would like to rate or review this podcast on one of the fucking sites, do me a favor. Either give it five stars or one star. Anything in the middle is too believable and realistic, and I don't like it. I, I don't actually want you to review, rate and review. I don't want you to like and subscribe. Don't really give a shit. Glad you're listening, though. Glad you're here. And, uh, and then if you like it, we'll, we'll see you again next week, all right? Next week it is. Later. Bye. Back down to earth again The cold is creeping deep inside Disconnect the telephone